Hello. Okay, we good? <laughs> yeah, we can start. <laughs> okay, action. Is that what we should? <laughs> uh, so and... we are live from bed part two right now. Yes, we are. I'm in a more reclined position than I was in part one, and I think it's going to aid in the ease of this episode and my nerves. Yes. Not my nerves, but like just I really feel like I'll be my more authentic self if I'm more reclined. I agree. We both have our big white fluffy pillows behind us. Oh, yeah. I mean, pillows are an essential. You know what's so funny? I was asking my family this the other day. Would you rather sleep without a pillow or without a blanket? Oh, God. I have uh, to have a blanket. Blanket is is my answer. Yeah, I think I think that's right. Because you can use your arm as a pillow. Yeah, like how weird to sleep without a blanket. Like that's just, that's an essential. Yeah, I think without a blanket, you would freeze to death. Vulnerable. It's also very, like, I feel like there's a biological reason as well. Survival. There are all kinds of demon hands that could come up from yeah, below your bed and get you. It's not. It's nonsense to sleep without a blanket. That's just crazy. It's actually horrifying. Yes. Yeah, so, welcome to my stream of consciousness. This whole episode <laughs> is basically what I've been thinking about lately. It's there's some life updates sprinkled in there. Things that I'm working on currently. I'm you know I'm just always under construction and. <laughs> Just trying to be a better person out here. So ways in which I need to improve. We're just really going to cover it all. There's a very colorful, wide range of topics that we're going to discuss. Yes. And I have my producer, Catherine, here. We didn't even mention that. (laughs) Yeah, you've been talking to you for 20 minutes. Um, It's fine. (laughs) Hello, Jade. Hello. And this is just going to be a good, old-fashioned good time. Yes. So what do you want to start out with, Jade? So... Let's start out with the life update, because I actually feel like you and I haven't had a chance to catch up in a minute. We've I want to know just, everything. We've been on a purely professional basis lately. Because For weeks. We, yeah, we haven't had the time. <laughs> We've just been busy, busy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that being said, I think it was like two days ago, so I haven't really fully digested it. You know, like I haven't, it hasn't really settled in fully. But my best friend, and I always hesitate to say best friend. I always mm-hmm. choke on that word because I always immediately go, well, one of my best friends. Like, who's going to be mad at me if I say who's best friend? Who's going to be mad at me? <laughs> yes, who's listening to this episode and is like, fuck. Because we all know, you know what? I am no hero. Like, it hurts me a little bit if I hear my best friend say that someone else is their best uh. friend. You know? <laughs> it's a little like, fuck you. So... Anyway, I'm sensitive to that. And I always am like, oh, my God, best friend sounds like so final. Yeah. And exclusive. Yes. So I always like choke on that word. But then recently I was listening to the radio because I'm like literally the only person that still listens to the radio. (laughs) 102.7. Like the other day, my sister called me and I answered and I was like, God damn it, Jessica, you interrupted me in the middle of Ryan's Roses. Like I was literally (laughs) listening to that on my head. Do you remember Ryan's Roses? No. uh... Oh my God. Ryan's Roses is genius. Okay. If you don't live in LA, it's on, it's Ryan Seacrest. He does this show that's like. So someone has an inkling that their spouse or partner is cheating on them, right? Oh, my God. So like this episode, for example, like the woman found a receipt for a hotel bar. Okay. And so she was like, and he was out of the house for a little while, and it was like kind of sketchy and weird, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, they have this woman like that pretends to be a flower company call and say that they're doing a promotional thing where they're giving Uh out a dozen free roses to whoever you want to send it to. Oh, my God. And hoping to catch the person like in a lie or like in <gasps> like sending them to their lover their lover yes 
And so, like, obviously, lately, it's become harder and harder to do because, like, yeah. first of all, there's, like, spam risk on your phone yeah, now. Yeah. And they're, like, I immediately hang up when I hear anyone that even <laughs> sounds like they're doing that. Yeah. But so I was like, God damn it, you interrupted Ryan's Roses. And I still listen to the radio. But anyway, on the radio, what I was saying was I heard Mindy Kaling's quote, yes. which is best mm-hmm. friend. What does she say? She it's said, it's not a person. It's a tear. Yes. And it's so like, it's just the best. I say it all the time. Like, and I do that as a disclaimer when I'm totally. talking to my friends. I'll be like, my best friend. And I'm like, oh, yeah, not a person, a tear. If I'm talking to yeah. my best friend. <laughs> yes, it really because it's like. If we're really getting into the nitty gritty, not to be like, you know, lame, it's also like your spouse can be your best friend or your partner. And then like there's like your my sister or like then there's like my actual best friend. Yes. You know, there's all different kinds of best friends. Right. Like I have my best friends from Chicago, from growing up. And one of them is a college best friend. One of them is a best friend I've had for 25 years since I was in second grade, you know. So I think like one best friend is like you know, great for some people, but yeah. I feel like more often than not lately, people have more than one best friend or yes. more, more than one person who like have that role in their should. life. You should. Yeah. yeah. So normalize more than one best friend and being yes. a tier, <laughs> not a person. I love that quote. Okay, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. So the life update is that my best friend, part of the tier, mm-hmm. is moving away. I hesitate to say who it is because I don't know if she's shared with everyone in her life that she's moving. So, like, watch me out her completely. But, yeah, she's moving to North Carolina. That is the other side of the country. Yeah, which is far. I I mean, I had to discover that. I was like, wait, where's North Carolina again? (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's far. It's far for sure. I think, like, her whole family is here. So I feel like she will come back often. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's just like my circle that lives in L.A. is getting hella yes. small, yes. which is fine. And it's very nice in this time where I'm like, it's easy to manage is what mm-hmm. I mean, the smaller the group. But then when you actually like want to do something and both those people are busy or like all three of those people are busy and you're yes. like, fuck, you know, the pajama Completely. circle is getting smaller. The pajama circle. Yeah. I love that. But you know, all, they don't tell yes. you. They don't tell you about that in your twenties. That no. all your that you have friendship breakups, and then all your friends move away. Yeah, the ones you want to stay by yeah. nearby you, they move away. They move away. I and I think it is not just an LA issue, but LA is particularly tough with this because it's so transient. People totally. are here to make a career, and then when they totally. don't, they move away or they get a job somewhere else, or they decide like, "Hey, I can't buy real estate here, so let's go have a family in Florida yeah. or whatever." And it's just my husband and I went through this a couple of years ago where Mm -hmm. about two years before the pandemic, we had within the span of two months, 11 friends from top tier pajama friends to including two couples that were like our entire pajama circle to like random friends that we just saw a lot move away. All over the country. I don't know what it was. And I remember him saying at the well, time. Well, it's also LA is disgustingly expensive to live. It is disgusting like, right expensive. now. It's like really. Especially right now. Ridiculous. I remember him saying at the time, I think LA is doing a purge. Yeah. Like it just was all different reasons. Just COVID made you re-examine like, yes. every aspect of your life. Well, yeah. And this was even pre-COVID. And then with COVID, it's like we literally are like counting on half a hand. We're like. These are the people that we really want to see all the time, you know, that we would really like call up and be like, hey, let's grab dinner on a Friday night. Totally. And it's just, it sucks. But here's the thing that like drives me crazy is that like I spend 
an insane amount of time of my day FaceTiming, calling my friends. Because yes. I have a lot, not a lot of friends, you know, I have a lot of you friends. You can have a lot of friends, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> I have a decent amount of friends, objectively. Yeah. But they all just don't live here. Like, I have a solid group of, like, I would call probably six people my best girlfriends. Right. But they, a lot of them don't live here. And so it's a lot of calling on the phone, which is fine. But it's like that in-person interaction. And it sucks because you're like, okay, I need to make more best friends. But then Mm -hmm. you just add to your dance card and then you're calling a million people and then spending time with, you know what I mean? It's it's overwhelming because it's hard to maintain friendships that are long distance sometimes. Yes, it is. It's work. It's work is what I need more than it's hard. I find that I have a lot of guilt around that because like my whole family is far away. Like a lot of my friends are far away. And I find that I'm like, well, I am not the one calling them. And so mm-hmm. it's my fault. And I have a lot of guilt when I'm like not the one who's doing all the Zooming. Or Yeah, like, you sound like one of my best friends really? who like says that to me all the time. And and we kind of like get into this back and forth where we're like, well, the phone goes both ways. You know, yeah. like they're not calling you. And I feel really lucky. I have a few friendships that... Like one, she and I always talk to each other Mm -hmm. about like how we both hate talking on the phone or like sometimes I'm into talking on the phone. Sometimes I'm really not. Yeah. But when you're talking about like how we both like are bad at reaching out or whatever with each other. So Mm -hmm. like we have that mutual understanding that like when when we see each other again, we'll pick up right where we left off. But there's like kind of that lack of pressure that feels good. Yes. It sucks when you're like oh, have you talked to this person? Like, have you talked to that person? Have you checked in? And then when you find out that they have checked in and talked to each other, you're like, shit, I should, I should reach (laughs) out. Like, fuck me. You know, like there is that like, fuck. And then, but it's a lot. Like, that's why, because sometimes I'll be driving in the car and I'm like, okay, you know what? I have a minute, like in LA, you have a lot of time in the car. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, I'm going to call someone that I need to catch up with. But then it's like, God, that amount of energy while I'm on my way to go like socialize with someone to like really do the full catch up is a lot. So then I just end up calling someone that I talk to every day because it's like easier. It's more shorthand. It's more like, so what are you up to? Like they're all caught up already. It's not that huge. You don't have to be like, well, here's the most massive things that have happened to my life in the last six months. Yes. Yeah. Because also exactly. you just have to remember that stuff. I just, I'm like, uh, I panic. People are like, what's been going on? I'm like, me oh, too. I, I had stage fright. Yes. yes. <laughs> I forget my whole life. Like, I'm like, oh, I have no idea. I am nothing. I have, I do nothing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know? Oh, well, I'm sorry your friend is moving away. That sucks. Can I have an Ask Jade moment right now? Because it actually yes. segues perfectly. Okay. So. Ask Jade. We should have a little jingle. We should. <laughs> ask Jade. We ask Jade. We asked it a question. <laughs> so speaking of friends who have moved away, two couple friends in my pajama circle, we Zoomed with these friends a couple weeks ago or last week, and we were like, hey, when we're home for Christmas, we want to get like a cabin in Wisconsin with you. Like, let's go up north, whatever, and just like be around a fire in the snow together for a few days over New Year's. Yeah. And we talked to the one couple. They were in. We talked to the other couple. Both couples How have kids. Of you. So proactive. So both couples have kids. The one couple has a more like reliable childcare situation. So they were like, yeah, we can definitely get that worked out and we'll come with you. The second couple was like, "Okay, yeah, like we'll check in about our childcare situation and let you know. So, you know, a week or two has gone by. So they texted on the group thread and said, we're trying to work it out. If not, what's our alternate plan for seeing everyone? And I said, oh, maybe we'll go for like a night out, which we would kind of like talked about already. 
But we said like, oh, maybe we'll like find, you know. Wait, Tio. Yes. Can I guess where this is going? Just yes. really quickly. Yes, please do. So she thinks that that means the whole group isn't going. <laughs> yes. Right? Yes. Um, okay. yes, yes, yes. So, um, and so yeah, I had said a night out and she and so, okay, so tell me if you're going to interpret this from what she okay. texted okay. because okay. it was a little bit like, is that what she's saying? Is that not? Totally. But I'm like, mm, I think the husband goes, I mean, we'll take what we can get, but we're going to work to make this happen. And the wife says, last resort is we have enough beds for everyone. It should be easier to get a sitter for sleeping kids. And we do have a fireplace, which, of course, was a stipulation for our cabin. You're like, I don't want to go to your house and then with your kids. And yeah. Yeah. But she said, but it'd be nice to have a mini vacation if we can make it work. And so from that, I'm like. Oh, she thinks that we would do that alternate night for New right. Year's Eve. And right. I'm like, and you're like, we're still going on the vacation. I know. I wanted to be like, we're still going. So I responded. I was like, I can't just be like, well, we're going. Whether or not yeah. you're going, we're all yeah. going. But I said, that's the spirit. If it doesn't work for you guys to come to the cabin, we'll find a night to get together. We always need more excuses to sneak away from family functions on these holiday trips. Did uh-huh. you you interpreted what I interpreted from that? When from she was, her text message? Yeah. Yes, for sure. Okay, okay. Yeah, because there was some debate with the other couple. We're like, is this what she means? I think for it's sure. what I, she means. I literally got it from the two first sentences. <laughs> like, no, she for sure thinks that the whole group is... Yeah. You know what? Isn't that funny that some people... God bless her for thinking that way, honestly. You I know. know? I know. But I think you have to be like more definitive and saying we'll try to get away for the next holiday yeah you know what i mean or yeah. like we can take a valentine's or st patrick's day <laughs> trip you know or like i, I don't yes. know we i would love to take a st patrick's day trip with them that's tough man i hate when, when you have to like have those awkward <sighs> conversations i know and especially because i know they will be really disappointed if they can't go but they'll be even more disappointed if we're all going without them but also yeah sorry yeah, it's yeah, that's awkward, especially when it's three groups yes. of threes are hard. You know yes. what I mean? Like once we went to Cabo and like a few people couldn't go, but still going was like not up for debate. Right. But it's right. like with threes, that's where it gets awkward. Cause it's yeah. like she thinks like, oh, my God, how could they do the vacation without me? Yeah. Like, well, I'll just have a different plan if we can't yeah. get a sitter. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's a toughie. Well, thank you for your advice and thank you for thank affirming. You. You're that. welcome, caller. <laughs> yeah. Yes, welcome. that my assumptions were correct. Your assumptions were, were absolutely correct. <laughs> okay. That actually makes me think of something that I've been really trying to work on, which is answering text messages and returning phone calls. Yeah. Like, yes. Uh, First of all, iPhone, if you're listening, Mr. iPhone, if you're listening, <laughs> please give us a mark as unread feature on text message. Uh, like, you should be able to do that so that yeah. you don't forget. That's how I don't forget about uh, emails. Agreed. Agreed. You know? Yeah. If I'm not responding to you, it's because I need that blue dot. Otherwise, it's gone. Totally. It's gone. And I need to be able to, like, check out from a, for a minute for, like, responding to text yep. messages. Like, uh-huh. I don't believe in, like, being just readily available all the time. And sometimes I need to think about it. Sometimes a text message makes me feel funky, so then I need even more time to think about uh-huh. it. Or I'm just, like, in an anxious mood. I'm having a shame spiral. Yeah. I'm busy. I don't know. On the off chance that I'm busy. Oh, wait. You needed time to be a human? 
Yeah. Is that what you're saying? But I forgot about this for like not having socialized with people in so long. (laughs) Woo, people are salty when you don't answer their text messages. People don't like it at all. I mean, honestly, I probably like I am so such a hypocrite in this way because like I wouldn't like it if someone left me on red, so to speak. But at the same time, I have a lot of empathy because I know what it feels like to just be like busy but i also am really sensitive to that so if it is something where like it can be misconstrued or the person can be feeling like oh my god is she mad at me or like is she did did this offend her yeah like if there's any kind of content like that i'll respond Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know yeah but it's more so like especially on my birthday or something like i'm not the person that texts back right away same day i'm like yeah Ooh, like, let me, you know, not that I'm getting a gajillion text, but I'm well, getting an influx of text messages and phone calls. And it's like, you know, I'm talking to Dylan's grandma one second and then I'm talking, I got to talk to like. If you respond to everyone, you spend your entire birthday responding to messages. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But then some people get offended. She didn't respond to me on her birthday, mm-hmm. you know? Anyway, so I'm really trying to get better at answering text messages. Yeah. I mean, as a person. If it helps at all, as a person who texts with you very often, yes. <laughs> multiple times a day, pretty much yes. every day, I think you're pretty fast. But it's work, work related. Yeah. So you're Probably. like, oh, well, I have to. Yeah. No, like, it's all, but it's all, no, because we, we text about random yeah. stuff too. Yeah. But I guess it's just more like the other day I got the dreaded text message like, hey, hey, what do you mean? I ha- like, just, <laughs> and then I was like, hi. Yeah. What? And then they're like, What's up? What's been going on? How have you been? How's the podcast going? And I'm like, motherfucker, I'm not trying to catch up. I, listen, I have literally cut people out of my life before for the hey text message. I had this one friend who like, she like moved away and she would send me these text messages passive aggressively. Like there's nothing not passive aggressive about a hey text message. Yeah. She would send me text messages if we hadn't talked in a while, just saying, hey, yeah. That Weird. is, it Ooh. is so offensive to me because that's first a, of that's all. That's an interesting kind of hey. Because my hey is more like, like they just were genuinely wanting to shoot the shit over text Oh, message, okay. Which is a crime. That's which a- is a crime. <laughs> but I understand what you're saying also. No, agreed. But this was like, okay, I'm annoyed Timer's you haven't texted up. me yeah. a while. Yes, I'm still here and you haven't texted me. And also putting the onus on the other person to totally. start a conversation. To fill the space. To yes. Fill the I'm space. like, I just stopped respond. I was responding to normal text messages, but those ones I would not respond anymore. Totally. And since then, the friendship has thankfully fizzled. But but it's hard to answer text messages sometimes. Even little things like I have plans on Friday with my friend who's in from like out of town and she's a planner, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not a planner, mm-hmm. really. I'm a little more spontaneous in that way. Yeah. Or, you know, I love a canceled plan or two. So she's like trying, she's like, okay, so we made our Friday plan. I like responded in time and I was like, I made the reservation, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But she's trying to be like, and then on Saturday, I might be by the pool at my hotel for a little while, but I'm free from 11 to 4 if you want to hang out from that. And I'm like, it's Monday. I'm not yeah. thinking about Saturday. Yeah. I'm going to respond to this text message on thursday yes. you know or, or maybe yes. when we're at dinner on friday we'll discuss it yeah. you know mm-hmm. which brings me to the other topic that i wanted to talk about and then we'll get okay. back to things i'm working on because that's a hell of a long list but <laughs> do you this is something that just popped into my head the other day and i thought yeah. it was important to include do you wish someone okay let's say they're like a periphery friend they're not a pajama friend they are like a you know whatever and like you're gonna go to their birthday dinner yeah that night 
Do you need to text them happy birthday that day? Ooh, I think that's a really good question. <sighs> Auxiliary friend, not a pajama friend. I say yeah. no. If you're going to see that person, and knowing you, you're also going to bring like nice flowers or a gift or a card sure, or something. Sure. So My like, love language is gift giving. Yeah. So no, I say fully no, because you remember because you're going to show up. Okay. But what about family? Okay, I'm actually maybe the wrong person to ask about this because I literally have like gift cards that I have not sent to my nieces and nephews like their birthdays were literal months ago. Oh, and no, they're like, like so bad in that. a stack on my desk and I have to send them. I put reminders on my calendar because I am so bad at remembering anybody's birthday. For mm. family, I think yes. Like for my parents or my sibs, I try to... Oh, if it's my siblings, call. like for sure, I'll yes. talk to them before on their birthday. Yes. I try to text and call. I text and call my parents. My siblings, I usually just text and I'll call another day. And then my nieces and nephews, I try to text and call. Definitely. You're talking about you're bad at sending gifts. I'm really, really working on returning things. That good, I that's good. By working on, I mean thinking of working on. <laughs> I haven't started yet. And I've guised it under the statement that I haven't had anything that I wanted that I need to return. Mm-hmm. Okay. But that time is coming. Christmas yeah. is coming. Yeah. The holidays. So... I'm really trying to get better at that. I have a fear of the like post office and FedEx. It just is like, oh my god, I don't want to go. It's I yeah. hate errands to begin with, so it's just like. Oh, oh see, I love errands. You oh, do? I do you love, love getting them. your nails done? Yeah, I don't go as much as I really should. Oh my god, I hate it. Hate it. I hate, hate having it. someone else file my nails. Uh, it's oh, it's like not even like the feeling. It's just like, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to think about? Am I supposed about? to make conversation with this person? Yeah. No, no, so no, then no, I, I end up it. paying for a massage to kind of just like try to like <laughs> relax me a little bit. Jade, is there any experience on this planet worse than getting a massage and having the masseuse talk to you through the whole thing? Is there a worse experience? I don't know that there is. It's like sitting next to someone on the airplane that wants to talk. (laughs) I'm like, I'm trying to fall asleep while being, I wanted to say pleasured, would not say pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) But like, hey, maybe, honestly, that sounds nice too. Yes. Oh my God. It's But it's the worst. And then you're just like, yeah, I guess I'm going to talk about what I, my work or what I do for a job. Oh my God. No. Oh my God. It's just terrible. And you're like, uh huh, uh huh. There's not a nice way to say stop talking to me. No, there really isn't. <laughs> no, there really is not. And I really do envy people that can be blunt Assertive. about that. Yeah. That can sit in the discomfort of yeah. like disappointing. Of Chad 40 minutes with that person after you tell them yeah. to shut up. <laughs> yeah. That's why I love Uber. No conversation. I wish I could wear a t-shirt that said that. <laughs> I mean, why do I have this job? Why do Jane, I have this job is the question. Is... <laughs> Jade, that is the merch. That is the t-shirt the show needs. Like, please. Like, oh, my no God. No conversation. And I then, mean. But the truth is, like, if you know me, I, you can't shut me up. You know? But, like, but it's, but I don't want, like, soup. <laughs> Tell me about, like, your familial traumas. Like, but uh, don't talk to me about, like, Don't talk to me about the weather else. or I'll yeah, run for the hills. please. Or, like, <laughs> your daughter's graduation or something. I mean, who uh. am I talking to? Like, an old man? I don't know. <laughs> Like, I don't know anyone with a daughter. (laughs) Not one who's just graduated. No. But so are you trying to get better at returning things that you've bought or that other people have bought you? Okay. Oh, no. no. I mean, both would Mm -hmm. be wonderful, but like definitely that I've bought. Yeah. It's just so uninspiring. Yeah. No, it's You know, it's just like, 
What? I mean, how sad. The the benefit. I mean, it's so such a delayed gratification because like the money doesn't yeah. come back to you right away for at days. all. So it's just for days, and it's just so, so you might as well not have it. Yeah. So you're without the thing and without the money for a few days, and that's just it's the worst. It's, it's just it's, hard for me to endure on top of life's many already existing quandaries. <laughs> it's almost as bad as someone talking through a massage. It's almost <laughs> as bad. Almost as bad, especially with with COVID now and what a hypochondriac Ugh. I've become. Yeah. Like now, when people talk, I like have seen all of the, the particles bubbles, leaving their mouth. Yeah, I've seen yeah. all of those like little animations, so I know. And I'm like, oh my god, all the S's you're using, and all the the P's, the P. Oh my oh, god, sad. and H's. God forbid, like just <laughs> just breathing in my space, just terrible. Oh, where are we terrible. ever going to be normal again? I don't know. No, I need help. Like truly, I I have so much professional help. I like I literally that's something else that I'm really working on. Like I, honest to God, I have had some stern talkings to myself. Yeah, and I need to have an attitude adjustment. Yeah, about what? About socializing mm, these days. Mm-hmm. Like I've you know I've blamed COVID for a long time. Like I am scared of getting COVID for sure. Yeah, but then like once I decide to go, like okay, I can ruminate about it. Whatever, I'll work on that in therapy. Yeah, but once I decide to go to someone's birthday party or like you know whatever or like a dinner. I need to like it's not d- dinners really it's more so like gatherings of more than five people that I don't see every day yeah I need to have a better attitude like I literally I went to this party last weekend and I felt so bad for Dylan like yeah. I was truly yeah no I mean I was I, I think I'm a l- really hard on myself I think we all know that by now <laughs> but I really was like I just was like ready to leave the whole time I was yeah. like stu- I had a dessert waiting for me at home that I really wanted to eat also which is like not a good thing for me to have <laughs> no it's I'm, like, my favorite about- thing about you is oh my god my dessert the, 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 the food choices that you make and post on Instagram are fa- my favorite thing about you it's insane it's really it's it's a really like it's an issue like you, I know I, you're a perfect example of somebody who's like I want this thing and I'm gonna get what I want yeah, I know. I'm like very Veruca Salt in I that way. <laughs> no, I'm literally like I like I need cookies. Like I need something sweet to end my day. Like I need a chocolate chip cookie. Like I almost order them every night, and it's like that. It, it's it's a little bit of an issue, but right now it's okay. But it won't be okay for much longer, if yeah. you know what I mean. I mean, as with any addiction, is it having consequences? Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. But I'm like, you know, at nighttime, I'm just like, mm, we're going to go easy on ourselves. We're going to have a little <laughs> snack. We're going to watch something. Just full relaxation mode. Yeah, you should. I'm, I'm a dessert freak. Dessert yeah. freak, freak, freak. Salty or sweet? That's the that's the sweet. question. Sweet, sweet, sweet for I'm sure. salty. Yeah, sweet. But anyway, so I just was like excited to leave, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, really? What COVID made me unable to do, which is like a good thing, I think, in a lot of respects. Mm-hmm. I'm not so good at bullshitting anymore. Like, I'm not so good at like yes. faking it till I make it. Same. You know? So I wasn't being like my best self. You know that meme that's like, you know, when you leave a social situation and you're like, well, not my best work. That's how I felt. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah okay got uh, got some like work to do in therapy like I really just was like a pill you know yeah it was the second time that that's happened recently Mm. sometimes you have to do things you don't want to do yeah but I'm very used to doing things that I want to do yeah and also just like other people's requests are not part of our lexicon anymore because we've been alone for a year and a half but it's hard like what does it serve me to like once I decide to go you know Mm. like I need to stay home if I'm gonna be a pill 
Mm-hmm. I need to just like get over that part. Like, cause I think yeah. it's valid. We've been inside for a long time. We've like really gotten to know ourselves and our wants and <laughs> desires and needs. I, for one, am a homebody. But it's like, once I do decide to go, I need to like go with a committed heart. Go with a good attitude. Yeah. yeah I've been trying to, things that I'm just not interested in doing, I just say no to. Like, yeah. it was a friend's birthday and he asked Brad and I to go to Pink Floyd exhibit. It's not my jam. We're having him over for dinner another day. So I don't need to go to this, but it sounds right up your alley, my husband. Yeah. Even if it was free, I was literally like, I just wouldn't want to go to that. It's just 100%. not interesting to me. It doesn't have any draw. 100%. And like the me of two years ago would have been like, sure, yeah, I'll go. And I would have had yeah. a good attitude and whatever. But like I also wouldn't bored out of my skull. And I just was like, no. But here's my problem. Here's my toxic trait is like because I'm so scared of COVID, the deciding factor and if I go to something is if when I have to tell people I got COVID from that place, oh, was shit. it worth it? No, absolutely. Do what you want and don't do what you don't want. I know. But no, better attitude in 2022. I'm already yeah. starting my New Year's. It's, it's happening. We're <laughs> it's rounding not, that corner. It's not too early. It's not like, too Like good early. attitude. Like did, would it kill me to have like just faked it a little, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. But it really does feel like lately it would have killed me to fake it a little. <laughs> and I need to like get out of my own way and not yeah. be such a princess in that way. <laughs> you know, it's like very Listen, unattractive. I kind of approve. Because then I get in bed and I say this every time to Dylan. Yeah, I live, yeah. Or not every time, the last two times. I'm like, I need to remember that every day ends. <laughs> like I need to remember that like I will end up in my bed no matter what. <laughs> You know, like that's because because when I'm there, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to be there for all of eternity. You know, like time stands still. Yeah. You know, so I need to just remember God. But what I realized is by the time this episode airs, Mm -hmm. Mercury will be out of fucking retrograde. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. It's like affecting everyone, even the non-believers. Yeah. You know? Yep. Even the non-woo-woos. Like, it's intense. Yeah. It's intense. We've had some, you know, rescheduling for the for guests. Uh-huh. We've had some... I've had some technological issues. I've had things break. I've been spilling shit everywhere. Yeah. Yep. It's just... It's a hard time. Someone said that Mercury in retrograde is a lot about miscommunication. Yeah, And I feel is. like... Do you feel like you've been having a lot of that lately? Like, or just, like, coming at you? I feel like what's... Okay, first of all, I also might be... I mean, we all know I'm crazy. It's crazy. I know <laughs> crazy kinds, isn't, except it, yeah, isn't allowed to be used anymore. But like, I really feel like there's some degree of universal bad days. There yeah. are just some times of the year, like maybe it is Mercury in retrograde or whatever. Like yesterday, everyone that I talked to, and it obviously could be coincidence, but like, if you know me, I don't believe in... I mean, no, totally. I just believe the universe already has a plan yeah. for us and everything. Everyone was pissy yesterday. Mm-hmm. Everyone was a mm-hmm. little edgy everyone was a little like i just noticed it everywhere i went yeah i mean it's very possible i was just pissing people off but obviously the holidays are coming and there are a lot of external factors but i just noticed that yeah and i feel like that's a mercury thing because it's really whooping people's asses i mean my friends and family might be listening and i've had a lot of like just non-communication i personally think my misconnections and yeah 
and because like, people like feel, like I think people are feeling like they're working them. really so hard right now. To get out of hand, but like but with you can no real dollar, like like if I'm leaving an altercation, solid. Any, it's yes, like spinning wheels. I am yeah. always yes. like mm-hmm. in the car yes. on the mm-hmm. way home or after. But then there's something about the shadow that I honestly don't know a lot about. Like there's some like time afterward that's like Jake, don't tell me this. I know you're not supposed to make any like important decisions during shadow. Like you're not supposed to like sign leases or like make deals or things like that but like okay. if you have like you're fine god bless you don't worry <laughs> i'm like watch me give people a complex <laughs> yeah, i mean isn't that really what the show is about just like talking about our complexes and obtaining new but ones. if you need to sign it like at least congratulations on your new home you're gonna be fine <laughs> you're gonna love it <laughs> forget i said this sorry about all the cucarachas and the ac that doesn't work yes exactly another thing i'm working on in therapy mm-hmm. is and this is something that has just come up in a lot of conversations i've had lately i think you reach a point in therapy where you're like Oh, okay. Healing, if someone has hurt you or like has a behavioral pattern that triggers you or is bothersome to you or makes you angry or whatever, so much of healing really is a solo mission. Mm. You know, like there are so many people in my life that God bless them, like drive me crazy. Mm-hmm. But like my therapist always really drives home. I'll never forget when I, when we were talking about a specific person and she was like, well, they've shown you that when you confront them, they don't react like it doesn't go well. It ends in an explosive fight or someone's crying and like your relationship doesn't recover or whatever. Yeah. So like this has to be kind of like a, a solo mission of healing on your own. As a child, you're taught if you have a problem with someone, they have to change their behavior or apologize yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And like when you become an adult, there's like, you know, even more shit to fight about. And I really think it's important, like, when you are going down a self-help mission, really going in the opposite direction and really being like, okay, why am I triggered by this? Like, mm-hmm. what can, how can I approach our relationship differently? And it may be hard. Like, it might be like, maybe I don't share this with that person because, mm-hmm. like, we tend to fight about that, creating boundaries in your relationships, but, like, really coming from a place of, like, they're not going to change at all. Like, having zero yeah. expectation that they're going to modify their behavior at all and being like how can i build myself around who they are Mm, mm -hmm. and protect myself and that's if you want to keep that relationship in your life right exactly exactly that i think is one of the best things that you can do is set that boundary and and release yourself from expectations of somebody else changing i totally had a similar situation with a friend of mine who I'm really, really close to and have been for my whole life. Mm-hmm. She's not somebody who would ever be out of my life. So mm-hmm. it's sort of like you got to learn to live with them. Right. But she would do this thing where any time I would share something really personal or deeply vulnerable with her, at some point later, she would bring it up and mm. she would either make fun of me about it in mm-hmm. front of other people. She would totally. expose it to other people. She yeah. would make a nasty comment about it. She would use it against me in a fight. And I got to the point after like living with this for my entire life being mm-hmm. like, you know what? I can never again have a conversation with this person that is below surface level. Yeah, you can't give her access. Yes. And I made that decision like over a decade ago. And I'm like, this person's going to continue to be in my life. And mm-hmm. I want them to be in my life. But I can't mm-hmm. trust them with specific totally deep information, anything deep. And the minute I made that change mm-hmm. in the way I related to her, our relationship improved. Like I can honestly say we have a wonderful relationship now. Like six months later, she had made a comment after I made this rule. 
she made a comment that was something hurtful like that. And I was mad Mm -hmm. at first. And then I realized she doesn't have anything new to use. Mm -hmm. And it's never really happened since because she doesn't have any new ammunition. And so it's made us have a delightful relationship. Totally. We are so much happier now. But it's because I made that like kind of hard decision to withhold information from her. And now everything's kind of great, actually. But I think that's representational of like a a part in your life that everyone, I mean, not everyone, but a lot of people come to, especially if you are in the self-improvement world and are, you know, trying to, you know, build more self-awareness and are working on yourself, you kind of realize like, uh uh-oh, like I'm in the driver's seat. It's hard when you're not angry or you're not sad or you're not in these big emotions. Like it's, you you can say like, I have full control over like how it makes me feel, Mm -hmm. but it is so important to remember. Like I had a friend that loved always and never statements with me. I swear, I promise you, I have bigger problems than this. But had like a very short-term memory as far Mm -hmm. as that. So like if I showed up on time that time, like they wouldn't say anything. But the next time I showed, if I showed up late, they'd be like, you always show up late. And it bothered me. It's not a friendship ender. You know what I mean? It's nothing big. Please believe me that I have bigger problems than that. (laughs) No, but like this is just an example. And I had to really be like, what is it? about me that hates that and like how can Mm. I just be like that's what she does to feel probably a sense of control over me or like feel like or maybe that's her way of conveying that she doesn't like when I'm late and she's afraid of like direct confrontation or like Uh maybe that's just her way of feeling some control over like me not changing in any big ways or there Mm. are a lot of People are, you know, multi-layered. Yeah. So it's, like, interesting to really, when I was driving home, like, feeling hot and feeling, like, misunderstood uh-huh. and feeling like I want to text her and be like, I'm not I like wasn't. that. I wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. But then it's like, God, you know, you take a breath and you wake up the next morning and you're like, it's really just like, what does that trigger in me? What is being misunderstood due to me? Yeah. And, like, it's so much easier said than done. Like, trust yeah. and believe. But it's really just understanding that. My dad has a famous saying, famous to my family, and it's that my grandpa used to say, and it's when the shit gets bigger than the cat, get rid of the cat. You know, so that's so just, I mean, it's kind of self-explanatory. Yeah. But if the issues with someone or like the way they make you feel or like, you know, are mm-hmm. all negative and like it outweighs the positive aspects of the relationship, yeah. you get rid of the cat, yeah. the friend, you yeah. know? But there are some people that, like, they have really sharp edges and they do have mm-hmm. some things that really bug you, but a lot of their other aspects are really great and are essential in your life. Yeah. Like, you you do have to come to terms with the fact that, like, this person may never lose those negative aspects yeah. or, like, yeah. or maybe they don't deserve access to my relationship with my boyfriend or, or yeah, yeah. Or, like, whatever. And really just, like, understanding that to have a best friend or to have a parent or to have a sibling, it doesn't mean that they have to be these idyllic symbols of these roles. You know, Mm -hmm. they don't have to be like your safe place, your tell them everything, your, it can't be that perfect. Yeah, You know, there are Mm going to be things that bother you. There are going to be things that hurt your feelings and that make you feel small or make you feel whatever. But I think it's just like building around them. And it's a hard thing to come to terms with because you're like, but they should change. Yes, yes. But as I say, good fences make good neighbors. Mm -hmm. It's true. I like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that. You can steal that and I'll steal the cat shit one. Okay, good. (laughs) Great. You got it. And on that note, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Oh, I have a new 
daily mantra. It's not really an affirmation because I feel like affirmations can't have the word not in them, but I don't Mm -hmm. know. Maybe not. And lately I've been saying, I do not chase, I attract. I do Mm. not chase, I attract. And Mm. it like I've been Mm. saying in the morning or like when there's something I can't control or like that's out of my hands, like, and attract doesn't mean only good things, by the way. It means like what's meant for you. That doesn't mean like you don't have to work hard for things or like reach out to the other person. What's meant for me will come to me. Yep. Like, and if I just give off good energy, good energy will come to me. I literally started this in the most woo-woo way and I'm going to end it in the most woo-woo way. (laughs) But yeah, it's like that mantra has been a little helpful for me recently. I love that. I love that. I've been enjoying it. Sometimes you're so, we want so much more control and it's like. And really, we have none. You attract. You don't need to chase anyone. Like if they're meant to be in your life and if they're going to be a positive thing in your life and like. Or if they're meant to ruin your life, they will do that too. Yeah, but also like it raises your frequency to be that way. Because then you are in yourself. You are at a higher frequency. You are relaxed. You are Mm -hmm. calm. You are powerful. And by saying what you attract and you don't have to go chasing, you lose that like intense sort of like. Exactly. That intense desperate like feeling where it's That honestly makes you stink. It yeah. makes you stink. Yeah. And it people can vibrates smell out that. in the world. Totally. Uh-huh. They, yes. Totally. Yes. No, people can really sense that for sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, so that I don't know that I believe it yet, but I've been saying it a lot and it, it helps. That them. is the trick though. You just gotta yeah. say it till you feel it. We're faking it till we make it yes, out here. We are. we are just faking it. Because it's like, especially like on social media, when I do get into those compare snares where I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh my God, like that person. I want I wanted that it can it's such a low vibration obviously but Mm. like oh my god I do it all the time but -hmm. it's like in those moments especially I find myself trying to repeat it because I'm like okay like I don't need to be this not hungry because I think I should be hungry but it's like you don't don't need to try try so hard to be fingers yes we have such little control you know so like we don't need to suffocate something and it's hard but anyway mm-hmm. but that's something i'm working on this retrograde and i love that. if the shadow is bothering you you can steal it you know if the mercury retrograde shadow is bothering you oh, i love that that's wonderful you know? oh taking criticism is something that i'm working on mm. taking criticism and it's also like kind of in that family is like being self less self-critical and recovering a little quicker from mistakes mm. I mean, my friends and family might be listening and be like, Jade is actually the least self-aware person in the world. But I personally think my superpower is self-awareness. And like any superpower, you have to learn to control them. So I try not to let it get out of hand. But you can bet your bottom dollar that like if I'm leaving an altercation of any kind, I am always like in the car on the way home or after the fact. I am replaying it in my mind over and over again, trying to find my contribution. Like, what did what part did I have in creating this issue or fight or whatever? I still am like, there's work I need to do because I was triggered by it and whatever. So, like, I really always do try to do that. Yeah. But there's another side of that coin that's, like, really some conversations are just conversations. And sometimes criticism is just, like... That it doesn't carry all these other layers that we all the narratives that we create in our minds. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to create a safe space for criticism with people that you're close with. You know, yeah. I think it's like important to let them know that like 
criticism is a hard word because I really do believe that life's hard enough. So like people should limit their criticisms and grievances because it's like people are dealing with their own shit and like it shouldn't just be you didn't answer my text message. Yeah. But I think it's important to create a safe space and be like, I can take it. And our friendship, I'm not going to write you off. I'm not going to cry or like, Mm -hmm. you know, because then it's like the other person just builds resentment otherwise. Yeah. If they feel unsafe. Yeah. Because it's hard because everyone, I don't care who says they're good at criticism. It's like the people that come on the show and say they don't compare themselves to other people online. Like we all do. Like, come on. You can get better at it. But we all do. We all do. Yes. Yeah. It's just crazy how universal this cycle of comparing yourself online is. You start by comparing yourself to someone online or someone just in your life. Mm -hmm. Then, like, you get jealous and shame spiral. And then you, like, really attack yourself and hate Mm -hmm. yourself and come up with all the reasons why you suck. Yeah. And then you are unmotivated because you just feel so far behind and you feel like, okay, they're so ahead. Like, I can never catch up. I didn't start early enough. I don't have the connections they do, all of these things, or I don't have the genetics they do or whatever it Uh is that you're comparing. So it's like you have to, like, rebuild from just, like, that one moment of comparing. It's like everything has, like, such a ripple effect in your life. And I think that I'm trying to, like, shorten – I'm trying to make that have a – Shorter half-life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But do you ever find yourself, like, sometimes I'll catch myself and I'll be, like, comparing myself to someone online and I'll be like, God, I wish I had that or I wish I got that accolade or whatever. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, Jade, they're in the New York City ballet. Like, they're not <laughs> even in your life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't even have the profession that you want, you know? Like, Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'd be like, wait, that was, like, fully yeah, not I'm my like, life. Yeah, like, hold on, Switch. Yeah. Like, change channel. Like... <laughs> It's so crazy, you know, like I'll start comparing myself to someone like that started like a sneaker brand. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it's like, it's so wild, but it's just what you Uh do. It's Uh just part of the game. We're all playing. Yeah. Yeah. God. Well, I feel like we kind of hit a great thing. We did. We talked about it all, Jade. We talked about it all. We really got into it. I think we got some good, this was like a good therapy session. It was. It was. Oh, yeah. We talked about ways we're improving. Yes. All, all the, the good things. things in our lives. Yes. All yeah. the bad things. All, all the bad the, things too. All the shit that's bigger than the cash. Our shortcomings. Our <laughs> yes. The many shortcomings. You know, it's just... It's just was a good time. I love these live from yeah, beds. Me too. Thank you guys so much for listening to us gab this whole time. And I hope you enjoyed hearing about all the many, many ways in which I currently need to work on myself, including but not limited to answering text messages and returning things I bought online. <laughs> and yeah. Please return Saturn. Please, please. return my Saturn return man this is like my golden age I'm like this is the Saturn return I'm I'm so thrilled with the Saturn return just like that I'm not in that I think 26 is like the weirdest age ever yeah 26 Mm -hmm. is like what the fuck am I doing like your feet don't touch the ground yeah I mean in my life at least I really like truly honestly I have seen such a change in you from like when we started working together a year ago to now oh oh fully Oh my Fully. god. Wow. You are so like your confidence has changed. Wow. Your like self-worth has changed. Like you I just yeah, I see you as Hi. like no, really, really. That is so nice. I think I hope. <laughs> Thank you. True. It's true. No, you I like you have just grown so much in the last like Thank you. 10 11 months and it's 
I think part of it's set in return, part yeah. of it's the work you're doing, but like, yeah, you're making oh, strides. I love you. Thank you for noticing. That means so much. Yeah, that's true, though. I love hearing that. Yeah. Onward with the sound return. <laughs> onward with onward. the changing. It's all the self-criticism. Yes, exactly. I owe it to my shame spirals. Yes. Ah. Uh, okay, let's get real, guys. I'm going to ask you this time, for real, for real, will you please, if you have any thoughts about the podcast, if you're listening, if this is your first time listening, or even if this is your 37th time listening to the show... Please leave a review. So like just write even a sentence or, you know, whatever at the bottom of the podcast page. That shit, I know you like, you don't see it every time you listen, but it really makes a big difference to us in the podcast world. And it would just make my day. So tell me if you do that so I can thank you. You can DM me. I'm at Jade Ivine on Instagram. I am always on Instagram, unfortunately. So you can always find me there and we can continue the conversation. And you can find Catherine at Catherine Law. It's at Katha Elizabeth. So C-A-T-H-A and then the rest of Elizabeth without the E. Okay, perfect. Yeah, we'll write it in the show notes. We'll write it in the show notes. Thanks for coming to our live from bed, and I'll see you back here next time. Bye, guys.